Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. <laughs> um, let me start as always. Everything is timing and it's talk time with Tunde. Episode four, uh, again, you know, I was I was having a discussion <laughs> uh, just earlier with my producer and I was like, Gary, you're both. all of these sessions, I just feel... It's, I feel like I'm getting ready for a WBC fight against Jake Paul. <laughs> I get so nervous. It's, it's mad. It's like the guy was like, that's because you're out of your comfort zone. And, and, and you know, listen, I think that we should all challenge ourselves um, to do things that we're not comfortable with. That's like facing your fears, you know, and you overcome your fears and, you, you know, you get more efficient uh, with every time you tackle the task. So today we have another, and let me just say, it, it's so funny to me because the serious topics, which which really we should be talking about, never get the most eyeballs and the most views. And, and that's, that's, that's always baffled me. You know, when we start talking about nonsense, <laughs> when we start talking about rapid and, and, and what have you, million views. But anything serious that, you know, in the real world, it seems like people want to take that. I don't know what, what, what color is it, Gary? Is it the red or the blue pill? People, I think it's the blue pill. I think people will rather take the blue pill and run away from real issues um, and just just live in the matrix <laughs> where everything's all rosy. And, and so I'm always fascinated by um, the response or the viewing figures to subjects that actually matter anyway 
today's subject, very important subject. Let me say hello to a few people online before I start. Daniel Grace, KSI, Sami Ali, Bobby Wright in the building. <laughs> Daniel Grace, Spencer Fearon has been here from the start. He says this is a very, very serious topic. And I know he definitely um, has stories to tell and um, express with regards to the NHS um, and, and how they've treated him or his family in the past. Anyway, we always start with a short video, but the questions today are basically, nurses were set to strike today, but the strike action has been pushed, has been paused, sorry, while urgent talks take place. It would have been included... Um, it would have included nursing staff from intensive care units, cancer care units, and other urgent services. Junior doctors are scheduled to strike on the 13th, 14th, and 15th of March. The question we ask is, as members of the public, we all have a say on how our tax should be spent. Is the NHS worth, worth saving? That's question number one. When NHS doctors and nurses are striking over pay and hospital conditions and waiting lists are getting worse, the question we need to ask is, should we save the NHS or just go private like they have done in America? This year marks the 75th, 75th anniversary of the National Health Service, also known as the NHS. The 1942 Beaverage Cross Party report established the principles of the NHS, which was later implemented by the Labour government in 1948. Launched by the then Prime Minister of Health, Anurin Beaven, at the Park Hospital in Manchester. The road to providing good, strong and reliable healthcare to all finally took its first steps. We are the early start. We are the beating heart. Born to answer a call. We are healthcare for all. For the people, for the nation. Nomatia means Nomatia Station. An institution built on a constitution. Our existence, your welfare. Respect, humanity, compassion, care. In 72 years, we've come a long way, and there's still much to do, so we're here to stay. We are sons, daughters, husbands, wives, healing, supporting, saving lives. Someone you wished you'd never met, who becomes your best bet. We're a thank you letter for making a four-year-old better. We're reward on every ward. Gratitude that tells us we're valued. We're heroes who sometimes feel like zeros. We are literally blood, sweat and tears. That hasn't changed through the years. But we're not angels with wings. We're just ordinary people doing extraordinary things. We are emergency admissions, difficult decisions, clinician, precision, incision. We're podiatrists, therapists, orthotists, prosthetists, pharmacists, oncologists, psychologists, pathologists. We're technological advances for far greater chances. Fascination, exploration, innovation, inspiration, imagination, transformation, and worldwide admiration. 
We're pioneers. We're over 350 rewarding careers. We're your peers doing something of significance that makes a real difference. Asking you to reach inside the depths of you to find the truth of what you can do. Because we are you at your very best. We are the NHS. So there, we, you know, we have a, a, a brief um, look at the NHS and what they do for the people. I think the first question I want to attack uh, this evening is the question of whether um, we feel the NHS um, should go private, just like America. And I've, I've seen a few comments up here, Gary. Let's just address some of them first with regards to... Um, the NHS going private. Okay, Sami Ali says, um, I have many family workers who work in senior positions uh, in the NHS and feel and they feel overworked and undervalued massively. Let me just say also, Sami Ali, if you want to come in the chat. You know, you don't need to show your face, but if you want to talk, because you're a young man with uh, with such a, a a broad, a wide view and uh, on everything, boxing, everything. This is like you're just an intelligent young man. Just come in. The, you know, Gary will put up the link. Put up the link, Gary, and um, you know, for anyone who wants to come in the link and uh, talk about their experiences in the uh, the NHS. Also, we're not here to bash uh, the staff. Me personally, I feel that the NHS. The re, you know, when they're talking about going on strikes, which we will come to, I feel you know you have to look at it from both sides uh, because they have families, they've got to work, and you know being overworked and underpaid is not a, is not a great thing. Lance Noor says, if healthcare system becomes privatized, the UK will be finished as a powerhouse. <laughs> what do we think about that? You know, I'm saying we're saying that. So, so are you saying that? Are you, yeah, thank you for putting up the link, Gary. So, anyone who wants to come on, press the link. Give us stories how you've been treated, how you feel your, you know, your family's been treated. If you feel the NHS are doing a fantastic job, but they need help, what are the solutions uh, going forward? Because we're about to go and, you know, the the, the nurses are going to strike, and you've already heard uh, what sector are, are going to be striking. It's serious. It's the intensive care units are going to be striking. The cancer care units and other urgent services will be going on strike. That's coming. So we need to we need to assist this. We need to find a solution. Lifestyle Lifestyle says, Twendy, the NHS will go private eventually. Reason why all these strikes are happening. Mm. Mm. Again, I need somebody to, to come back and forth with me. Um, and explain. Daniel Gray says, the NHS is just a political game now. No party will be brave enough to make the hard choices to completely reform and make it serve the public while ensuring staff are fairly paid. Well, if that's the case and nobody's going to step up to the plate, what happens when <laughs> what what happens when you know you have an accident when you end up having to pay to deliver your child 
which is something we're going to go into. When you have to pay, when you call the ambulance, you have to pay for the ambulance to come. And there's no getting away from it. And we've seen cases where people have lost their homes after loved ones have died because of medical bills. So is privatization the way we really want to go? Let's move on. Um, again, I'm waiting for someone to come on, talk about their experiences. Uh, Daniel Grace's going private comes with its own issues, but there would certainly be a lot less financial, be a lot less financial waste. Mm. 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 Uh, untouchable says, oh, and an untouchable. Health is the most important thing for everyone. The NHS is the best thing to come out of the UK and every country is envious. I'm going to clap. I'm definitely going to clap for that because very soon, very shortly, we'll be playing some videos and you will see why we need the NHS. 99% of the people need the NHS. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... Uh, thank you, Untouchable, as well. He says, big up Yard and his performance. Thank you very much, sir. Much appreciated. Bobby Wright, one of our most ardent family members. That's what you call it. You don't call them friends or you know, fans. You don't call them fans. This man is, you see him brandishing the stamina for sale tracksuit top. But Bobby, what's your view on the NHS? Uh, thank you for joining us, firstly. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah so... Go on. Sorry, sorry, Tom. Sorry, cool. yeah. Uh, so my views on the NHS. My uh, my mum, my my mum went to New Orleans on a holiday. It's a bit of a story. It's not an exact story. It's just this is what happened. So uh, my my mum went on holiday to New Orleans. She then had to come back for a, just keel surgery. She had her gallstones had to get removed. Anyway, when she was in there, she caught a, a virus, which was. Uh, but we didn't know at the time, but it was coronavirus. But it was in twenty when it was it twenty twenty uh, the back end of twenty nineteen, so November twenty nineteen. Okay. And then I I come back for went for the operation Wednesday. I returned from work on the Friday. Went to go and see her. And I, I, when I went into the hospital, uh, I went like, where, "Where's my mom? Uh, this is the name." Blah blah blah. They went, uh, "We've got some bad news to tell you." And obviously, you, you think the worst, don't you? Obviously, if you go into hospital. I was like, where is she? She went, oh, she's in, uh, she's in ICU. And I went, to me, I was like, what's ICU? You, are, you know, I don't go to the doctors, really, because I'm, yeah. I'm quite young. So I was like, what's ICU? Because they went intensive care unit. I was like, Jesus Christ, is she all right? They yeah. went, uh, just come with me. And I was like, what's going on here? What's going on? Anyway, went up, uh, and they said that she's wor the work, the work, uh, the team's working on your mum. I was like, she's only coming to get a gallstones removed. What's going Like, you know, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. there, like, and then... As I walked in, you know when you have to find the vein in the neck? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, there was, there was jabbing her in the neck. And her body was, like, pumping out. And I was like, what? You know what I mean? And I was like, what's going on here? So, I, I, in all honesty, mate, I'm not scared to say that like, I'm a grown man. But, I, like, I got all upset and I thought the worst was going to happen. So, not that I ran off. I just walked out the IC unit. Yes. Okay, intensive care. You know, I walked out. And I was like, "What's going? You know, what's what, what's going to happen to my mom? Because you know, what I mean, you, you know my backstory anyway. Turned like my yeah. old man passed away, and that. And I thought, yeah. not my mom now. I, I can't lose mommy. Yeah. Anyway, after that, I, uh, I I was like, "What's going on? And and because you want answers straight away, don't you? Yeah. You know, like 
but the human body's like an amazing thing. It will heal itself eventually if you if you, your body's strong enough, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But anyway, she was in the hospital for a week. So initially, they found found the vein. Uh, I went in. She she was responsive. She then turned around and was like, "I'm not feeling well, Bob. I'm not feeling well." And I was like, "Come on, like, don't do this, to me, mom." She went, I'll be okay. And and you know, you, your mum never ever tells you she's there's anything wrong with them today. They don't let you know what's going on with them, really. Anyway, I went to see her and then uh the following day, and then she was she, she had this mask on her face, and I was like, This is getting worse. Like, what what's going on? So the NHS I, at, the, at the time I was like, What are you doing with my mum? What are you doing going meant going off my nut? And then the next day, so this was on the Sunday. So it happened on a Friday. On a Saturday, visit. She had a mask on. On a Sunday, I went in. They went. We're going to have to put her into an induced coma. I was like, "What? You, what? Why though?" And because they, they, what they was explaining to me, like her lungs was, uh, her lungs was all like hard. They had hard stuff on her lungs, and it was like, "It's not pneumonia. It's not uh, like all this, all this medical stuff." What they were saying to me, I was like, "Okay, cool." I said, what is it then? And I couldn't explain it. And the, and the reason being, because coronavirus in 2019 wasn't actually a thing, was it? But in New Orleans, it was rife, you know. That's what like, I was going to ask. So this was going on in America, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, oh, so, yeah. Uh, sorry. She, so she returned from America for Kiel surgery. So oh. but when she returned, like, coronavirus in the UK wasn't a thing until, like, tw- 20, like, after January, wasn't it? Like, yeah, we yeah, started yeah. hearing about it in China. But like when they did the uh, the tests on her to, to see what it was like later on, it, it generally it, it was corona, but it come back the test come back coronavirus. Anyway, she put in a juice coma because and what they did they says they, they explained to me in simple terms because I am a simple person. Uh, they said we're going to put the body into a juice coma, not the body, the mom, your mom into a juice coma, to uh, so the body's not overworking itself and stressing. So yes. I was like, okay, okay, and and they sat me down and explained. And and I was on on the phone every couple of hours because I was panicking, obviously. And I was I was ringing my, my old dear, uh, the the nurse about my old dear and that. And then that there was explaining, explaining, and and you know what? She come out the other end. They explained to mum on what she needs to do to rebuild, as like get her lungs back up to strength. Uh, and the the treatment what they gave her, the yes. NHS gave her, was unbelievable. And and yeah. and that's it. That's a positive story for me. And yeah. I, I know there's probably people on the chat where it hasn't worked out for them, you know, and, 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 and I, I, do, I, I really feel bad. For, I generally feel bad for them people. But for me personally, yes. the NHS did like a good thing for, for my family, yes. you know. And, and yes. so as much as we can say it doesn't work, it, they're, overpa- and they, uh, they're underpaid, sorry, they're overworked. That is a fact. That is a fact. But I think that's in life in general. Like everyone's working twice as hard. The little... Uh, with little workforce, I, I think every job's feeling that pain as well. Yes. I mean, unfortunately for me, Tunda, I, I can't go on strike with my job. I can't. I can't do that. We, we haven't got. A, we, we don't have a union in the British Army. Anything like that. Yes. So when these in uh, when these things are happening, like the ambulance driving, they're on strike. It's my boys and girls that are going to drive the ambulances. So, mm. so then that's causing a strain on my, me because we've still yes. got operations to uh, to deliver in. And support and that, you know, what what's going on with the world. I'm just, I, I don't really want to say too much on camera, mate, but we, we all know what's going on. Yes. But, like, that's a strain on, on my workforce. Yes. But we have to support them. So it is, it, 
I, I don't, if I'm completely honest, Tund, I think the NHS is a good thing, but yeah. something obviously does need to res- like get the problem resolved, you know. Yes, this is a fantastic story, uh, one where you know, where you know, you're supporting the NHS, and I mean, I have my own personal uh, uh, views on it, and I'm gonna share my personal views as we as we move forward. But it's great. The, 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 where we stand now is that you have NHS workers, coast consultants saying just walking out because they're yeah. saying we, we just can't do this no more so in a quick fire answer what do you feel the solution will be to save the nhs which basically save your mother so i, I don't i don't think chucking money is the answer to everything I, I don't believe chucking i think time with people like i don't know like you you know i don't know if you had it at yours when you was younger but at my school when when we was a little bit naughty and uh, yes. we wasn't focused on our schoolwork, they put like apprenticeships on as we was yeah. like in the year 10s, 11s. Uh, so some of us were done plumbing, some of us done building, you know, stuff like that. But then what that did with us naughty kids, that set us up for like later on in life, you know. And there's people that I know who are still doing them trades today. I just believe like if we invest in the younger people, I mean that's a that that advert you put on earlier. I think that was a brilliant video to explain what the NHS do. Yes. You know, and as much yes. as that was like what the NHS do, that's a, that's more of a recruiting video as well to people yes. to join it. But yes. how do people join something where the, the ship is sinking? You know, so yes. I, I I don't think the answer is money. I think it's time time and investment and and making people feel valued. You know, that's yeah, that, and strong management team. That's what we need. Strong management teams. Yeah, I, I personally definitely feel we need money because these nurses, they yourself, they all have families. And mm. I think we're wasted. I think the government has spent money on lesser things. But the yeah. thing is, is that, as you said, it's it's one of them ones where we really have to look at the situation. Uh, I believe help more employment where these nurses and doctors are just not walking out. Yeah. And uh, just leaving because you know everyone's blaming everyone, and later on we're going to show a video where the kind of abuse that NHS workers have to face by angry people who have not been treated as fairly as or, or as well as your mother is, um, has been treated. But thanks, Bobby. That's a fantastic story, and uh, you know uh, that's a thumbs up for the NHS. Just to show the NHS and any government officials that may be uh, listening, we're not here to bash the NHS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we're here to get the solutions, and that's what it's about. But thank you for your time. Thank you so for just, sharing. Bob, Bob. Sorry, quickly, Tony. When I said don't throw money at it, I don't, give the staff the money. Yeah, I, I agree that. But like, you know, when like a football team's going down the pan, and we just yes. took money on it. And it doesn't resolve the situation. That's, that's what that, that's what I meant on that. On that I like thought. that analogy. I like that yeah. analogy. Yes, yes, 100%. All right, All right. Bob, stay Thank online, you. but thanks for sharing your story. And please, Gary's put the link up there. Again, Gary, keep on putting that link up. Um, anyone else who wants to join us, carry on. But thanks, Bob. Just get Cheers. back in the chat. See you, right, mate. See you. Take Give me some more comments. Yeah. Um, again, a fantastic story. He's someone who believes that we have to save the NHS. You know, they've in his case, without the NHS, you know, he probably his mother wouldn't be alive. Um, moving on, the NHS has depended on the talents of its diverse workforce since its inception in 1948. This is a key pivotal year. The same year 
passengers of the HMT Empire Windrush, and I know that word is familiar to a lot of Caribbeans. The Empire, in a, the, I'm going to say again, the same year, 1948, uh, when the NHS was launched, the passengers of the MHT Empire Windrush disembarked on the port of Tilbury on the 22nd of June. Many of the passengers came to work for the NHS and are part of the NHS's history. Dr. Evans said that the Windrush generation has been fundamental to the NHS since its founding, having been invited from the Commonwealth countries, especially in the Caribbean, to help fill labour shortages in the UK from 1948 to 1973, ever since they formed an essential part of the workforce and the communities. Excellent, excellent video there. Slack comment because you know a lot of people don't realize a lot of these youngsters, and again, you, you, some beautiful pictures there saying how showing you how uh multicultural this country is and how we're all in this together. We're all in this together, everyone's played a part, we all pay our taxes, and we just have to try our best to, to bring back up this. NHS to the point where people, I mean, my, my, my own personal father is over here from Nigeria. He will be going back next month. <laughs> but like he said, he, he went down to, he told me, he said, son, what's going on? I went down to the doctor's surgery. They're telling me I've got to look online. So my dad's still, <laughs> Gary, my dad's still thinking you just walk into the surgery. I'm like, dad, it's not like that no more. You have to, you like, you have to book. It's, you know, and you may not see the doctor. Some waiting lists are a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month. You know, this is bad. Um, let's put up some uh, views here from the um, talk time community, um, gal. Uh, Daniel Gray says, the example of the inefficiency. A few years ago, the NHS was paying more for gauze uh, than the public could buy it from boots. That should not be pos possible. Mm. Gauze is that's the um, like a bandage, right? If I'm not mistaken. But he said a few years ago the NHS was paying more for gauzes uh, than the public could buy it from boots. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, Manny Beckford says the NHS is a black hole when it comes to money, but normal folk don't get any value for that money. Okay. Okay, I hear what you're saying. Um, 
again, I think you'd be interested to see, even though you're saying we don't get value for the money, we do get something. It may not be what we want. It may not be necessarily what we need right now, but we are getting something. The thing is that what more can we do to help this situation and stop these nurses and doctors from going on strike? Lifestyle Lifestyle says people are struggling to pay bills. It's a very good point. People are struggling to pay bills and put food on the table. Uh, these are professionals working people too. So how will they be able to pay for healthcare? Even firefighters are going on strike. And this striking business is having a, 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 an effect on everyone. That's what the issue is. The government, this is what we're looking for. You know, talk time with Tundi is never about pointing the finger. It's about the solutions. What do we feel? That, and we, I want to hear the stories because hopefully someone would hear our show. Um, and really, you know, if we're talking about it, at least that's some movement. Lifestyle, lifestyle. said so the NHS and firefighters going to strike. What's going on? These are professional working people who save lives. So what does happen? What does happen when they go on strike? What happens when these nurses go on strike? What can we do? We understand they're professional people, but what can we do to help them? What is the answer? What is the immediate answer? Okay, Dr. Gyal is even saying, uh, you have to compete to see a GP nowadays. So what does that mean for the, the poor? Let's get it like let's not let's not sugarcoat it. What does it mean for the poor? You know, you, you've given people, a, as you say, it was established in 1948 with the help of a lot of uh cultural uh you know people, and now we cannot get those services, people are becoming more ill. It's so funny, but when I look in shops, when I look in food shops and that, I'm seeing more bad food, <laughs> more food, more sugar that's gonna make you ill. So now when you're catching diabetes and that and you need certain treatment, you can't even get it again. So this is a, it, I think health should be at the forefront, the forefront of the government's uh, uh, things to deal with. Um, yep. Gary, Sami Ali has said, Tundi, a lot of people governing get paid a lot of money and don't do much. Mm. It's funny how people get paid close to six figures to talk BS and ruin our economy. S Sammy, tell the people how old you are. Because <laughs> I keep telling people that the wisdom comes from the young sometimes. Um, Lifestyle Lifestyle says, Tundi, the answer is to pay them what they deserve. Here, here. Here, here. Pay the people what they deserve. If we want to help, obviously money's got to come from somewhere. You can't just create money from um, uh, from the sky. But if there's money going over there, then money needs to come back in here. Because let's get it right. Uh, uh, these people striking love their job, but they cannot continue. So they're seeking other side hustles. You know, they're not walking out of the, uh, of the NHS to do nothing. They're going to look for something that's going to be able to pay the bills. And, and that's a massive, massive issue. But lifestyle, lifestyle, I definitely agree with you that, as I said, it's all money. Everything is money. Uh, Take Me Back Pirate Radio Archive says, strikes are the last resort 
when the government isn't listening. How many new hospitals have been built? It costs 32K a year to study medicine, uh, and that's for a Brit. I often wonder that as well. <laughs> like, all these new buildings are getting built, but the staff ain't getting paid. So, like, it's it's like it's it's coming like slavery. It's like you're asking people to do more, but then you're charging them more to live. The cost of living is rising. The interest rates are rising. Like, it, and, and I, this is where I need, I need help. I need solutions on this thing. Samuel Ali says, Australia and America pay doctors three to four times what the UK pays. Okay, I hear that point. <laughs> and they should do, because <laughs> you're going to be hearing some interesting uh, information as we move further. Um, I think we can move forward. Uh, the current state of the NHS. Today, the NHS faces many challenges. Chronic understaffing, staff shortages is the biggest threat to the NHS. This often leads to frustration and had, has caused a rise in abuse towards NHS staff. And now we're going to see a short video uh, highlighting some of the abuse, abuse that these NHS workers who we need who need help uh, you, you need to you need to hear and see the abuse what they are taking to let you understand how serious this matter is and it's something that we will have to get behind along with so many other issues um dealing with the treatment of NHS staff um and should it be privatized is that a way um does the NHS work but anyway let's let's Look at the short video on how NHS staff are treated or some of them are being treated. You should be ashamed to call yourself a nurse. You just don't get It's the nurse who's running the asylum in there. He's a nothing but a bunch You're the doctor. I'm the patient. I can speak to you however I want. So he got out of his chair, went right up to my face and said, I'm going to smash your face in. You listen to me, you NHS. I mean, I don't even believe that COVID exists. Are you going to inject me with a blood clot just now? Call yourself a caring profession. You don't care at all. I hope this happens to your child. The reason you've got such a big queue outside is because you're taking too much. He said to his wife, Gani, is that a f***ing name? She says, aye, she'll be married to a It's your fault, I don't want your vaccine. When one of the partners passed away suddenly, um, a patient snarled that I had not to use that doctor's death as an excuse for not being able to give him an appointment that day. You take your name and I'm going to get my family to sue you whenever I die after this vaccine. It's your fault if I die. This is this this ain't good, people. I'm being honest with you. And as as we've seen, many of our parents and, and their parents uh, work for the NHS. And uh, can you blame them walking out? You know, they, me personally, they don't deserve this kind of treatment. And um, as in the house, I think in the house said no, no, not in the house. I think this in the house is someone who has to get blocked. From what I can see, Gary, uh, block him. <laughs> In the house, in the yeah, you're gone. <laughs> There's always one in it. 
<laughs> but yeah, moving swiftly on. Um, this is the point. You know, NHS staffs, if they're dealing with that kind of behavior, is it a wonder? I, I read something um, from someone who said that the NHS staff are the ones that should be getting the money. Oops, I've actually gone offline. What have I just done? What have I just done? Wow. Ange. Wow. I've got oh shit. I've gone offline. <laughs> I've gone offline. Can you help? Gary, you're so, okay. I'm still online. Bobby Wright said I'm still online. I'm trying to get so the people can see me, but I can't see them. So I need to I need to log back on, which I'm about to do right now, people. Sorry. I'm asking engineers and everything <laughs> to help me. Gary Blake says, you are on. Okay. Well, well, I can't see where I'm on, gal, but I'm about to enter the studio on this link again. <laughs> uh, Gary. Oh, did I... Wait there. Gary, you on? Because one's saying... I'm on here. Yeah? But I'm getting feedback. So I'm getting feedback from one street. Um, oh, that's it. Let me delete that one. And enter this one. What is going on? I'm very sorry, people. I'm very sorry for this. <laughs> what is going on? Leave this side. Oh my goodness gracious me, this is not good. Yes, I think I'm here. I think I'm here. Gary, Bobby Wright, am I back? <laughs> they said, Gary said I never left. And Gary said I never left, so I'm there shouting out people's name. And <laughs> all right, all right. Listen, this is live TV. You know how it goes. Bob, it's live TV. Things have to go on. Anyway, as I was saying, um, <laughs> Dutty girl, everyone was there looking at me. Like I told you, I'm not a technical man. I'm a simple man, but the, the show goes on. <laughs> Gary covers his eyes. <laughs> ah! Sorry, Bob. You know that we just make a serious topic. <laughs> 84 boxes says, you've been live the whole time, bro. Make sure you edit that part of the show, Gary. <laughs> Ah, anyway, anyway, might as well freeze. <laughs> yeah, you lot give me joke. Well, listen, you gotta allow me. You just have to allow me for this evening. I beg, I beg, just allow me. <laughs> Man's here on a serious topic. Sorry, we're talking about a serious topic, and I just turned it into a comedy show. But anyway, I'm sorry, sorry. Gary, please let me just just let me just I don't know. Let me just bring myself. <laughs> 
Why am I laughing on such a serious topic? Sorry, I'm very, very sorry. But this is what happens. This is what happens when when you do when you choose when you opt to do live series live shows. Leah, everybody is laughing at me right now because I'm just there shouting and what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> but don't worry, it's a play exercise. We'll cut that part. We'll cut that part on YouTube. Anyway, no, you know what you do, guy. Play that last episode, that last video again. <laughs> to Wrigley Smear McGum. You know that in it, don't think you You should be ashamed to call yourself a nurse. You just don't get It's a nurse who's running the asylum in there. He's a nothing but a bunch of You're the doctor, I'm the patient. I can speak to you however I want. So he got out of his chair, went right up to my face and said, I'm going to smash your face in. You listen to me, you NHS. I mean, I don't even believe that COVID exists. Are you going to inject me with a blood clot just now? Call yourself a caring profession. You don't care at all. I hope this happens to your child. The reason you've got such a big queue outside is because you're taking too many tea breaks. He said to his wife, Gani, is that a his name? She says, aye, she'll be married to a It's your fault. I don't want your vaccine. When one of the partners passed away suddenly, um, a patient snarled that I had not to use that doctor's death as an excuse for not being able to give him an appointment that day. I'm going to take your name and I'm going to get my family to sue you whenever I die after this vaccine. It's your fault if I die. <laughs> sorry, sorry people. I had to draw. <laughs> this is absolute comedy. Sorry, sorry people. I've got to draw for the tissue. <laughs> Baffle, you don't get it. You just don't get it. You, if you were on the show a few minutes ago, you would understand what I'm laughing about. But anyway, let us carry on. So there we see that um, the NHS staff are going through, sorry, the NHS staff are going through um, trouble themselves. I mean, after after giving their time, their energy, they're having to deal with, <laughs> they're having to deal with abuse from the public. So again, you we have to look at it from both sides of the coin and just say to ourselves, uh, they obviously need help. Um, and what is the answer? Um, let me just go out and read out some more issues and in the current state of the NHS. The 25th of November, 2022, the Royal College of Nursing announced its first strike in its 106 year history. Increased waiting times. A&E, a record 350,000 patients in England waited more than 12 hours to be admitted to hospital from A&E last year. Compared to 1,306 in 2015, 8,270 in 2019 before the COVID pandemic hit. By 2022, the number of patients left waiting more than 12 hours to be admitted, reached 347,700, or almost 1,000 patients a day. This made up 6% of patients admitted in the emergency last year. Ambulance response times in December 2022, the average response time for people 
requiring an ambulance for a stroke, severe burns or chest pains was 93 minutes. Five times the operation target of 80 minutes. So basically, you don't want to have no strike, no stroke. Because it's taken up to one and a half hours to... <laughs> what the, see, I'm not even... I'm reading something I'm, and now I'm reading comments. It's taken, taken basically one and a half hours uh, to get an ambulance. So again, is the NHS worth ser 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 saving or... Do we have a case where we just privatise it? Um, please continue to put your comments, views, share your stories and how the NHS has treated you. Gary, let's put these comments up, please. 84 Boxing says, you have to be a real scumbag to speak to doctors and nurses in that way. I agree. I agree. I agree because they're trying their hardest to serve us, but you can't continue to make them, uh, you know, the, the scapegoat really, you know, and be spoken to the way they're being spoken to. Take Me Back Pirate Radio Archive says, there has been planned collapse of services in order to say it's not working so they can privatize the NHS. Yeah, but if they, it, is privatization a good thing? I personally don't think it's because most people can't afford but is it a case that we should just be happy with what we've got? Or is it a case where the government need to pump more money into the NHS to, to so that these, these nurses and doctors can pay their bills? Um, Dutty Guy said, when the NHS goes, healthcare for the poor will be non-existent. And that's it. Uh, Manny Beckford said, that's it now. It's, it's gone now. Um, and I guess, and tell me something, is it me or is it when they say private, like, you know, like you got in your doctor's surgery, you got the NHS, but hold on, when you say you're going pro private, it's the same doctor. <laughs> He's, you're seeing the same doctor, Gary, ain't you seeing the same doctor in the same, in the same time, but one is, one is saying it's private and one is saying it's NHS. I don't know. Maybe someone can, uh, can 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 share that with me. Leah O says, too many people slip through the net with privatization. And I, I definitely, definitely have to agree with that. Uh, there'll be more people suffering from privatization than there would be benefiting from privatization. Um, Daniel Grace, I see something there. Um, yeah, certain services, private hospitals will send you to a regular hospital. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I never understand it. Like, it's like my my, my dentist, which I pay a lot of money for, um, they do NHS in the same thing. But I, I guess you, I guess it's a case of waiting time, right? Maybe I'm right or maybe I'm wrong, but I guess it's a case of waiting time. Um, AAC or AA says healthcare for the poor functions in many countries that don't have an NHS people automatically. Think of America, which is the worst of all systems. And this is a point which we are coming to, is that if you look at what we are being given in this country compared to America, <laughs> you need to see what's going on in America. And then it also shows us how we have to support the NHS and 
as Bobby Wright says, if we want to continue to uh, hear good cases where, like his mother, then we have to pump into the NHS. Yeah, it's, a, it's a big, big case. Uh, Watch the Box says, you do normally get NHS doctors because private hospitals use contractors and doctors to hire the room, although you get a better customer service and care. Again, the question is, who can afford this? How many people can afford to go private? Um, I don't know. I don't know. And if, if there's so many people in one box, then even on a private service, because I've, I've got friends who were paying Booper, and they're telling me that when they actually, they're paying it monthly, monthly, monthly for years, and when it actually comes to getting this service, it really is not, not that much difference. Um, so is privatization the way forward? Uh, 84 Boxing says, in America, I think that's, they leave you on the streets unless you have insurance. And, and that, I think, leads us into the next video. Um, so let me, <laughs> Bobby Wright said Ben Odom can afford it. But there's not many Ben Odoms. He's worked hard. Remember, the government, the prime minister was asked, the prime minister was asked, is he um, on the NHS? Um, by Laura Kusenberg. I watched the clip today. And he was there dilly and dally and he didn't want to answer. So Laura was on him. Laura was like, do, do you use the NHS or not? And he was skirting around the question. He didn't ask the question in the end. It was on Sky. It was about a month ago. But he has since come out and says that he uses NHS. But my thing is, why didn't you answer there and then? And why don't you just be like Margaret Thatcher? And basically, when people work their whole life, you know, create a, a thing for them, then they shouldn't be ashamed uh, to say they use pri the private healthcare system. I don't think you should be ashamed. So I don't know why the I don't know what the, the prime minister was skirting around the question for. But anyway, um, moving forward, let's move on to I think our final video, uh, which is what is the alternative? Do we want to privatize the healthcare system? Privatized systems depend on users to have health insurance. The poor often slip through the net, which was what Leah O just said. And insurance companies notoriously seek loopholes to renege on payouts. Again, that's what I'm trying to say. So you be paying, paying all this money, and then there's some kind of twist or turn, like you didn't see the doctor on disappointed times so that you know, we're not giving you this amount of money. Like, I've, I've heard all these stories. So even privatization, as much as we're talking about it, even that may not necessarily be the answer. I don't think it is because, as I say, most people will suffer because they can't afford um, the services. Um, if a quick look at some of the costs in the United States, healthcare system will prove this. Gary, play the next tape. Ten grand! For a baby. Is there a price for that? Yes. Jeez. A um, hundred dollars? Two hundred dollars? Two and a half grand. Eighty dollars. Six hundred. Two fifty. More. Shut the fridge. More. <laughs> Three hundred pounds. Six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars. Yeah. Ambulance call out. How much do you think that costs? Zero payment. Zero payment. Yeah, zero payment. No. <laughs> It cost two and a half thousand dollars. For for real? 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you look. You look. <laughs> An inhaler. A hundred dollars. Yeah, you're pretty close. It's a bit more. One hundred twenty. Two hundred fifty to three hundred fifty. For an inhaler? Mm. Yes. Man, so if you're poor, you're dead. I know that it's like public health care in the UK. In the US, fortunately, I'm able to get health care through my parents, their jobs, but like I carry an EpiPen. And I know that like the cost of that has just been rising. Mm -hmm. So like there's like very few companies that even compete. So it's sort of like a monopoly for the EpiPen. Um, even though like we have insurance, it costs my parents about a couple hundred, even with insurance. Hmm. So again, <coughs> we have to look at this and uh, really try to keep this, in my opinion, try to keep this healthcare system, this NHS going. Because you heard them say people paying $300 for an inhaler. And, and I think they, Gary didn't play that part of the video, but I think to get an ambulance out, it's $500. So when you're at home, just think about it. When you're at home in your home in the UK, and something happens and you call the ambulance, it's five hundred dollars. <laughs> That's five hundred pounds. No, two k wait, hold on. Two and a half K for an ambulance. Is that what is that what that what that was? Oh my goodness gracious me. So so think about this, people. We the, the government needs to hear our voices loud and clear. Because if anybody has an issue, if anybody has an issue. You think about what's going on in America. That's serious. And I think, and we didn't play it, but to actually give birth to a child in a hospital, Gary, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're saying they want 30K to give birth to a child. I want all the baby mothers, sorry, all the, all the, all the women with children, to think about that. All the women who have six, seven, and and, and men, because it takes two to tangle, who have six children. Five, well, all those come from five siblings. We've got five siblings. Four siblings. Five times 20K, that's 100 bags. <laughs> that's 100,000 pounds for your parents to give birth to your child. And I think they say it's more to actually hold the child when the child's born. Like, hold your own child in, the, in your hand. A hundred bags for a birth. Yeah, you heard what I'm saying. It's mad. It's mad. So, so we got to protect this NHS as far as I'm concerned, because you know I've only got one child. Thank God, you know, you know, his mother <laughs> gave birth when this weren't going on, because it's it's like. <laughs> 84 boxes and he's turning his garage into a maternity clinic clinic because it's money it's money so this is what i was saying bobby right we need we these nurses and doctors money has to be the first <laughs> does and dry bags <laughs> ah, the, 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 the the nhs needs help the government needs to help support these workers that they can give us service. Let me just show, um, give you some highlights and stats of how the situation in America. Half of US adults do not have $500 disposable income to cover unexpected medical bills. Now think about that. Think about that. They don't have that in a bank account. So they can't even call an ambulance. 
So boom, we know shootings and 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 what have you happen regular in America. You ain't calling no you, you, that. Now I get why when you're watching them American films, why the people drive the victim to the hospital. It makes sense now, Gary. You know what? I used to say, "What? How comes they always driving? Where, where's the ambulance?" Now it makes total sense. Yeah, now I, I'm because you know, unless you're educated, you don't really you see things. You don't really know what's going on. But in the films, I always say. They, you know, they're driving them to the hospital. It's because the the medical bills are so high to call an ambulance out. It's so high. So think about that, people in the UK. Do you want to... Yeah, you see? Everyone's saying the same thing now. It makes sense when you're watching the films. It makes sense. <laughs> Leah said, you have to hold your bullets. Trust me, because... Well, two and a half bags to call out an ambulance. It sounds crazy, but this is a possibility. It could happen here if we don't get a hold of, of what's <laughs> If we don't get a hold of what's going on. Anyway, 58% bills sent to collection services are medical debt. Are you listening? This is in the US. One in five adults are on a payment plan to cover medical bills. Bobby Wright, thank you for your four 99 he says the country is in a mess but we have to be we have to be or we have to back the nhs following the american system is not the answer and i know everybody on here anybody who watches this i will be clinging on to the nhs service and this is what potentially is coming if we don't get a hold of this <laughs> oh tight take me back boss. if we don't get a hold of this this is what i'm 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 the messenger. I'm blowing the trumpet to, 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 to show people that don't just take this issue for a joke. Don't just, oh, yeah, the NHS is always going to be there. Because this is what's going to be happening. And you already know, downtown, on ends, whatever you want to call it, the inner cities, uh, London, Manchester, all of these environments where things, bad things happen happen on a regular basis think about the services your children and then you have the natural causes uh what people are affected by the nhs we need to i'm saying it now i'm giving my piece regardless of what bad has happened in the nhs or some some bad stories we need to support the nhs and think about what we have here hell i don't know what you're talking about i don't even know i'm even sammy Ali, i don't know what you're talking about but tundi um I don't know. Um, if it does change, I know what profession I'm going into. Yasin A says, and that, and that's this is the realness of the whole matter. Um, Trill balling isn't. I think that's right. It says a lot of people get confused by the word private. The NHS offers private services that help fund the free ones. Most people privately buy paracetamol without batting an eyelid. Yeah, I, I definitely, definitely hear that. I definitely, definitely hear that, but there's a big difference than paying 59p for your Tesco's paracetamol than paying two and a half grand to call out an ambulance. That's big. You can't just you can't just go into the um, Tesco's or Waitrose and pick up a paracetamol or ibuprofen. Uh, you can do that. That's normal. That's standard. We can do that. We can do that. Well, you know that again. Maybe that is fair. You know, when you look at the other systems, that's fair. But when you start going deeper 
and the real problems that are affecting and that we're going to be affected, that, that we're affected by now. Uh, you hear that? Okay, the NHS pays more for paracetamol than Tesco's. Well, then, again, it's the same thing. The government needs to help the NHS. The government, that's, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I'm not educated enough to understand, but to me, I know everything is not always money. Obviously, we need to have good nurses doing their job properly, wanting to do the job, love the job. And then obviously, no, no good paying them all their money. They don't want, next thing they're operating on your your loved ones and they're, and they're budging up the uh, the surgery. So, yes, there has to be more going into it. Dr. Gyal, she says, I saw one documentary where an IT guy in the US on good money was made homeless because of crippling medical bills. He had heart problems. I saw the same thing. I saw the same thing today. I think it's the same thing I saw today. The guy was on the street and he was talking his truth, telling his story. Same thing. Let me continue. Um, one in five adults on a payment plan to cover medical bills. One in 10 owe a friend or a family, mem family member for medical bills. This is in the US. This is what's coming if we allow the NHS to go in the way of privatization and the way of, of uh, the American system. One, <coughs> sorry, one in seven people with debt have been denied access to medical care. I'm going to say that again. One in seven people with debt have been denied access to medical care. Listen, listen. <laughs> More than 60% of bankruptcies are related to medical care, medical bills. And this is a state of affairs, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we hit the one hour mark. We're going to continue just reading off some final comments. Um, and I, as I said, I'm always more about solutions than just, we know what the problems are. We, we feel we know what the problems are. What we want to do is try to figure out something we can do. What, what can we do? You know, from what I'm from what I'm gauging, the people generally want the NHS to be saved, but at the same time, um, you know, the, the 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 nurses and the doctors have their own thoughts and their own opinions as well, and they're they're finding it very very difficult, and also dealing with a lot of abuse. Leah O, um, let me read this comment properly. Um, okay, she said Leah O says. The cost to set up a system like the NHS now is inconceivable for any global government. We are lucky it's already established and it needs to be protected. Once lost, it will never come back. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that again. The cost to set up a system like the NHS now is inconceivable for any global government, Labour, Conservative whatever party. It's inconceivable. It ain't going to happen. We are lucky it already, it's already established and it needs to be protected. Once lost, it will never come back. Now, simply meaning that we got work to do. We got to put this thing out there where we can save these workers. Because I watched a, um, a, a YouTube um, video today on a, on a nurse. Literally, she's one of the most qualified people you ever know in, in Scotland. Uh, all the qualifications, all she's done, all the courses, and uh, she just said that 
she just went into work one day, just paused for a hot minute, just turned around, picked up her bag, and she said she ain't never coming back. She just cannot continue like this in the NHS. And, and that's what's happening. And that's what's happening. So, you know, I, I don't know if, if standing outside Parliament and shouting, shouting is the way that or what we have to do. But I think more people need to, we need to speak up about this. And, you know, this is why platforms like this were built. Um, can we just take a second to remember last week's guest, Tatiana? Imagine how much of her, how much her medical care would have been with what she went through. My God almighty, Gary Blake, the man behind the cam. I'm going to read that again. I'm going to, you. we need to think about it because we, these people have come on talk time with Tundi and just think, we went through her story, her horrific but uplifting story last week and what she had to overcome and go through in hospital with the doctors and and what have you laying in remember laying in a hospital bed it's money in america so all these things so gary says can we just take a second to remember last week guess tatiana imagine how much of her medical care would have been uh with what she went through and that is a fantastic fantastic um comment gary very 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 thoughtful uh take me back Pirate Archive said petitions help. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, that's, you know, that's something. Um, Bobby at Bobby at Harvey at Take Me Back Real Talk. No country to build this from scratch in this climate. Yep. Yep. And I, again, we've seen collectively, we've all helped build the uh, NHS since 1948. We cannot let this slip because... As one person said earlier on, a lot of countries are jealous. A lot of people have come to this country. I'm not, I'm not saying, but a lot of our parents who have gone home are just coming home, come back here for NHS medical services. Because without with all the nice life they're living back home and the sunshine and everything, they're not getting the services. They're coming back to get NHS services. It's facts. It's facts. It's facts. Um, AAC says, look at all countries whose healthcare works. Australia, Singapore, Netherlands, etc. All have private healthcare systems. They're just not like America. That's interesting. I don't know too much about that. I don't know too much about that. I don't know how, you know, I don't know the, I don't know how things work in Australia, Singapore, Netherlands. I'm only talking about what I know and what we can see. So it'd be interesting to know how the healthcare system works uh, for private. Again, different climate. And I, I, I do believe maybe the, the, the pay is fair. Maybe they're not dealing with so much people in, in one place. Because, um, I don't know, obviously there's poor people all over the world. But in this UK here, the problem is immense. And that's what I know. And if we if we can't afford just a normal to eat, you know, we asked the we said the question the other day. We have a choice now of heating or eating. So if we're if we're having to choose between heating and eating, we know that health is wealth. We need good food to keep our bodies running nicely. So now to lose the NHS to make it private 
in a in a climate where everybody seems to be feeling the pinch, I think it's just going to be even worse. Leah O said, Tati herself told us her US counterparts don't get any pro I can never say that word, pro <laughs> There you go. Tati herself told us her US counterparts don't get any pro I think that's right. I think I'm saying it right. But we, again, sometimes you have to say to yourself, we are very fortunate in the UK to have the NHS, um, and, uh, and and the question is, what can, what we can do to save it, um, and should it be privatized? I haven't seen that much people saying that it should be privatized, which leads me to believe that people generally do are in favour of the NHS, but just we don't want a situation where these nurses, and it seems like everybody's going on strike nowadays, uh, and that's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. What are we going to do to protect the NHS system? Um, take me back. Pirate Radio Archive says, you have had a system like the NHS to help us and people rely on it. And then you sweep away and, and then to sweep it away cruelly is criminal. I've, I, I, I've got to agree with you. Um, take me back pirate radios. Uh, evening videos of you. You've missed a very serious topic this evening. Um, with a little bit of comedy, <laughs> with a little bit of comedy, which will be deleted. <laughs> Gary, straight as soon as you get off, Gary, boom, delete. But anyway, Daniel Bar says, Uh, Tundi, thank you for this topic. I literally had a roller coaster of a time, um, in my stay in hospital. It was really, it was really eye-opening, and all I will say is it wasn't pretty. But there are good nurses and doctors, and <laughs> Gary, don't even start, bro. <laughs> yeah, there are good nurses, and it, it, listen, every single nurse that I've seen that I've come across, and doctor, the stories that I've heard, of the feeling, what the energy, what I'm getting from it, there are good people, and I say most, a lot of our grandmothers, grandparents were in that nursing. My mother came over, she studied nursing, you know, and uh, she was working in, in, in Dalish Hospital. Um, so, I, you know, we, it's all something I feel that has, has affected us. And, uh, it, you know, we can go on forever. We know what needs to be done, or we think we know what needs to be done. The, the, the doctors and the nurses need to be paid sufficiently where they can do their job like they want to do it, which is helping, you know, to, to help another is is a serious thing. Um, a few more. Tundi, oh, yeah, I've said that. Tundi, thank you for the topic. Yep, I've, I've read that. Lifestyle Lifestyle says, um, everybody in the country needs to get behind the NHS. See, this is positive. This is positive. They only save lives, but they also save yours. Eventually, the NHS will crash. That's the direction it's heading for. Those who are wise enough to know. It seems like you you could be right, lifestyle, lifestyle. You know, because what is gonna like? I just how is a country that my dad once said was the best country in the world? <laughs> my that's what my dad used to say. Now my dad can't wait to get back home. Like what has happened? Something's gone wrong. Somewhere people have have the. Uh, the, the fat cats just become so greedy, they literally really don't care about anyone 
under a certain level. If that's the case, that just ain't right. You know, it just ain't right. And uh, it's just going to get worse and worse because the voice of the people, as my dad always used to say, the voice of the people is the voice of God. So if so many people are complaining, if the nurses and doctors themselves are now saying enough is enough, we're striking, we're walking out, um, then we have we have a very, very serious, serious issue. Um, it's 10 past. All right, we're going to go five minutes more and then that's it. Supposed to lock off at nine, but we're, we're cheating again because I had a little bit of a mishap earlier on. <laughs> um, have I read that? Yeah, I've read that. Um, okay, true balling isn't says to have the NHS, you need. Oh, sorry, to have an NHS, you need is a social democratic system that redistributes taxes to the public services like schools, roads, and hospitals. The taxation leads to a kitty, and that kitty is limited. This is serious comments coming up here. Serious comments. You know, we talk about taxation and, and distribution and schools. But is it... In, I always say to myself, <clears throat> okay, so you deal with a health issue. Then you've got a school issue. You deal with a school issue. Then you've got the... Uh, you know, another issue, like, isn't that a case of we have to address the most serious problems first? The government have to address the most serious problems first? I'll be honest with you, I'll be the first, I don't even know what Brexit is. I'm just like, someone needs to explain that, what that is to me. I'm just naive, I don't know, even know what it is. You know, so all I know, there's a lot of issues going on in this world and health, even if you're educated, uneducated, everybody knows that health is the paramount thing in this life of ours. Health is wealth. So therefore, if the NHS can cannot survive, what happens to everyone else? Old type Marcel Lawrence, she says, Brexit messed us up. I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what it is. Maybe we're going to have to have a discussion about Brexit because I don't, I, all now I don't know where it is. All now, I mean, I'm living in the clouds most times. So um, again, this is why we actually started this topic, uh, these topics and the discussion, so we can all have a talk and all be educated. You definitely know what, what Brexit is. I don't, Gary. I'm not even joking. I don't even know what it is. I'm telling you. Uh, all right, cool. I'm telling you the honest truth. I do not know what it is. I've not. Okay, we left the EU. What, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. I actually don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in here. I'm, I'm not in the EU. I'm not in Europe. I, so I don't even know. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, the NHS is still worth saving, but we have to get a government that is going to put structure in. And Master, you know what? Again, I'm not a politician. I don't claim to be a politician. I know that much about politics. But one thing I do is I, I've got, always got my ear to the ground and I listen to, you know, you hear the certain noise which you can't avoid. And forgive me, is it just me? But I always hear the same thing. We need to get a government in. We need to get a government in. We need to get a government in. Then that government comes in and then they say, we need to get a new government in. That is like, I don't know what this is. You know, I spoke to a young man um, the other day and he was like, I just need to get out of this country because it's just that everything has just gone down the drain. That's a young person. So, um, I mean, all we can do is try, all we can do is continue to talk about these issues and hopefully, you know, words are powerful. 
hopefully something will be done. The NHS will be saved uh, from privatisation because I don't believe, and a lot of people don't believe here, privatisation is the way forward. But something definitely has to be done. And we just can't sit and stay, say nothing. Uh, Master says we have a government that someone is going uh, to bring structure. But I thought that's what governments are supposed to do. Uh, some I used to watch like little clips of the Houses of Parliament, and it just seemed like the man's just in there cracking joke. <laughs> I keep on hearing him. That's why. That's why I'm just being honest with you. That's why I don't take politics serious because I've watched Gary go, go and tune in and watch the Houses of Parliament. You just see people laughing and cracking jokes. I'm like, hold on, you man are in this place here, this building here, cracking jokes, and you got people suffering on the roads, in the streets. So I just don't know how serious this thing is. I don't know how serious the people are taking these subjects. <laughs> yeah, man's in there having social knees up. It's a fact. Go, all right, you lot think I'm joking. Go and watch an episode, because it's still on TV, of Houses of Parliament discussion. I just don't see them being serious. Like, there's serious, serious topics. So many topics that have to be dealt with. Um, but healthcare and the NHS is definitely the main one. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm going to sign off in a few words, as I always do. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Let, let me first, let me just say thank you to everyone that has joined us this evening. Uh, forgive me for my little outburst there. <laughs> oh, uh, Davanis uh, Bankitas. I've seen that name before. Hey, Tundi, I'm a 24-year-old nurse. Um, I graduated two years ago and started working in the NHS not long ago. Uh, what's your experience been, uh, Devonis? Do you want to come on and tell us, you know, how it's been? Uh, that'd be good. Put up the link. Maybe um, Devonis will, uh, will press the link and just tell us of your experiences uh, in the NHS and how you're finding, finding it thus far. Please, this will be good, Dovanis. You don't need to show your face if you don't want it. We won't put the camera on. We'll, we'll turn the camera off and just hear you talk. It will be it will be great. Um, gonna give you a few minutes. And if you don't want to talk, just let us know so we can just end this show. <laughs> but it will be good to hear from. Um, can we do teams going forward? What's teams? I don't know. Again, you have to ask Gary about that. Um, Gary is the um, the technical man. <laughs> Gary says no, no teams straight. So I don't know what teams are, but we ain't doing it because Gary's the man behind the cam and he, he wants to keep this uh, platform. Uh, Creed Free Yard stops Michael J and B. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Well, easier for people to talk and see people. But yeah, Marcia, we, we there's an option here. Bobby Wright was on earlier on. I just feel people are shy and don't want to talk. But we have to talk up. The voice of the people is the voice of God. And some of you don't believe in God, but let's just say the voice of the people carries weight and, and doesn't stream, uh, Teams doesn't stream to YouTube. And that's another reason why we don't use Teams. So it's not easy for people. It's easy here. Uh, StreamYard is an easy platform to people talk. We, we have guests on every week, um, when, you know, when we, when we have our boxing shows. So um, if you want to come on, come on. The link's there. All you got to do is press the link, Marcia. Let's go on. Let's, you know, give us some views on the NHS and uh, uh, how you find the system, what you can do or what can be done to save um, our NHS. Do you feel it needs saving? 
we can always extend the time. Gary has put the link up there. We don't need to go to uh, Teams. StreamYard is, is sufficient. So, um, lifestyle, lifestyle, big up. Said big up to the great show and topic. Really enjoyed it. Blessings. Thank you. Uh, Daniel Barker says, you know what? I found out most of the nurses in the NHS are from agencies. Someone was telling me this the other day. Okay, Marcia, you're ready. You press that thing. Um, press the link and it will come in. Um, most of the nurses, uh, I found out most of the nurses in the NHS are from agencies, but it's not just for money. Trust me, guys. I do, again, that's facts. It ain't. There are people out there that really want to help. But when it's come to the point and the situation where they're saying, no, no, this is too much now. The, the pressure, the stress, the, the workload is just too much. I, and that's what I'm saying. I don't even think giving them more money is good. Because, all right, you give the nurses more money. You don't increase the workforce. But you give them more money. So now you've got nurses that's working all 36 hours. 36 hours. And then they're going to operate on people. It's going to mash up the operation. Because, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So we need a, a greater workforce. And it's good that we've got someone like Dobin. It's a young man who has just joined the NHS. Again, I ask you to come on. Marsha is there. Let's go. Press the link. Uh, Daniel, exactly. You see what I'm saying? It ain't just... That's what I think that's the point Bobby was saying. You know, money, yes. Money's good. Look at this. I'm carrying on the thing now. We're supposed to lock off, but... Sorry. I'm carrying on the show. We're supposed to end. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes it just comes out like I just think I'm talking <laughs> to Gary. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> Gary putting in the graph as always. Uh, Daniel Gray says, I don't think any party would dissolve the NHS. Mm, uh, again, I don't know about that, Dan. Uh, I'm more over to private healthcare. It would be political suicide. Uh, that the party would never be elected again. We say that, but it's choices, isn't it? There's only a few to choose from. There's only a few to choose from. OTC is in the building. OTC is off the canvas boxing. Good evening, sir. The man with the... Hey, I hope you ain't got no monkey nuts chewing around there, you know? Because nah. <laughs> we ain't forgot that. When we caught you on the air eating monkey nuts, <laughs> you, know, you know everyone's parents loves monkey nuts. Come on, all right, we playing, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm all good. I'm all good. I'm all good. I'm loving the show as well. Um, and yeah, this is a topic that I thought, you know what, I could probably add some level of value to it. Yeah, because you know, um, he said those NHS worth saving. Um, and should we go private in comparison to the, you know, to the US and the, you know, the UK NHS? Now, I happen to stay in hospital, both UK and in the US. And I stayed in the U. So in terms of experience, I can clearly see a big contrast between the pair of them. Um, now, with the NHS and the growing population, it's very difficult to have it free of service forever. At some point, we're going to have to make it privatised. Because if it doubles, let's say, say that, I don't know, every person here has about two, three kids amongst themselves. And the country doubles. The resources that we have here, we won't be able to 
have the capacity to have the NHS on free, unless everyone's paying super enormous taxes. So at some point, you're going to have to have it privatised in some way, shape or form. Um, mm. Now, with mm. that, and, and here's the thing, there's a lot of people who use the NHS and they abuse the NHS. In a sense, well, I was, I was, I was at um, Newham General, a Newham General Hospital, and I was like, oh, you know, I was getting drip, you know, I was suffering from cancer. I was getting, like, I think, it's chemotherapy treatment at that period of time. Well, say and, that again. Don't rush. Don't fly past that. You suffer from. I suffered from a, a, a rare cancer called nasopharyngeal carcinoma. So it was a rare cancer. I was in hospital, you know, for chemotherapy. Had a few complications, so I was literally in hospital. Well, with numerous hospitals in the UK and in the US. Um, for the duration of about a six month period of time in 20, end of 2016, early 2017. Um, and when, when I was in the UK, and this is not something that was in the US, there was people who were, who effectively didn't have a place to stay that were ill, but they weren't, they just needed that support at home. So it was like people who just rebounded from home uh, or care homes to the hospitals and had they had that support around them they probably wouldn't have used the nhs there was people drunk at night using the nhs you know mm. people or substances using the nhs um people who have used and abused their body and using the nhs and so i think that if we want to make it free for all that's fantastic. But if there's a growing population of people who are using alcohol abuse and drug abuse and the mental health is on the rise, it's very difficult to look after all of these people. And yeah. therefore, at some stage, and maybe this might not be what people want to know, want to hear, but at some stage, it, it, in my opinion, if you want to look after all of these people, you might have to do it private. What a, that's, that is, you know what? That's a, again, you've put a different perspective and a different look in it, and and that is that's great, uh, o, uh, OTC, because yeah, you have to think about that one. You know, we cannot; it's not going to continue free, because because I was always taught nothing's free anyway. So, yeah. with the rising population, uh, your uh, Javender Suri, this brother looks like utter crap. I want to see. Mm. Guy, I'm not too sure about this Javinda, Javinda Syria. Nah, my energy don't move to him. Just block him, I beg, please. Block, <laughs> block him, block him, block him, block him. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. I just my energy. I just, I just looking yeah. at his picture, and I just, I just, yeah, you're gone. Anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> you know we don't play around here. It's so dirty, girl. Don't worry. If my energy don't <laughs> connect with you, you're gone. I don't. It's not. You don't even need to say nothing. I just need to feel. I'm reading names. If I feel anything, because you know me, I'm, 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 my body's clean to feel any negativity. I will block you instant. So, Mr. Surrey, see you later, mate. Anyway, yeah, I'm saying that I didn't actually think of it like that, but you know, right on the right on on the spot. You're right. You're right. It is. I think it's something that will eventually happen. But for now, for now, what would you say the immediate solution? Uh, should be or or could be. Um, in terms of the NHS pay, um, what 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 should it be? <sighs> it's 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 a it's a tough 
ask because I think it just needs more funding overall. Yeah, sorry, there. So, sorry, there. Sorry, it's not free. Um, I'll call you. Some, you know, I spoke to somebody today as well. They said the same thing. The NHS is not free. I'm already paying contributions deducted for my wages. That's true. That's true. But yeah, go on. Sorry. Um, um, yeah. it, 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 look, the only thing that really can happen is more funding. Um, in terms of um, the NHS and where they use their money, it actually is a very efficient model in terms of they use their money very resourcefully. The issue is that they don't they don't get enough funding. It doesn't mean that they don't get a lot of money, but they don't get enough funding. They may need 10 billion to survive and they're getting, I don't know, let's just say 3 billion. There is a lot more that they need, both um, on the staff, and also um and and also all the equipment and the and etc like even when i was there there was they were outsourcing staff from portugal yeah. and ireland just to just just to look after uh, uh people on our board and i i already knew from from then on and that was five years ago can you imagine so yeah. I, I already knew from then on that it was it, it was going to be very problematic whereas in in other countries and you know in the us their nurses are very well paid, very well paid, and 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 if look, we have to kind of make our priorities. Do we want to have a free NHS for all, or do we want to pay nurses fairly? Because for me, at some stage, you're gonna have to make the decision, the deciphering factor. And what we could do right now is, especially early doors, is promote just a healthy living, just a healthy living. And maybe and this is drastic for me, but maybe increase taxes on just alcohol companies. And mm. because I think personally, if if they are a, a, a big cause of, of of the issues that are arising with the pressures of yes. the energy, if we yeah. increase the taxes from there, that could help out a considerable amount um, to the NHS personally. And um, and also maybe have some tax benefits for people who want to get into the NHS in terms of uh, you know nurses, doctors, etc. Maybe have um, you know during lockdown, yes, it had first priority going into the shops. Yes, yes, market. yes. The older maybe stuff. Have that kind of incentive nowadays. There's numerous options they could they, they could choose, but ultimately it comes down to as, these are sort of like putting the plaster over, over an axiom. At some stage these issues are going to come about at a later date a growing economy probably helps out as well. it helps out as well um if if nobody if you know if the if every person um well let's say the economy is failing overall you you can increase as much taxes as you want if it's a poor economy it's a poor economy and therefore people will have like people's wages and in comparison to the cost of living it's not going to match up so for me, those kind of things will work out. Tax subsidies for people who work for the NHS and also maybe for those people who, let's just say sh sugar companies or alcohol uh, alcohol companies or companies that are, you know, that are deriving effects or health effects that will put pressure on the NHS, increase maybe those their taxes. Those are a couple of things to do, that I would suggest um, to help out in this period of time whilst the economy is growing back up after the lockdown. Thank you so much for sharing your story.
um, off the canvas boxing. Check out his channel, his YouTube page. He's learning from me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's a young brother who I've had the pleasure of um, a meeting, dropping him home. He didn't even expect me to drop him home, but yeah. it's all about energy. You know, I move of energy. I'm like, bro, where you going? We're not sure you peck him in it. No, literally local. I'm not far from here. Where did I drop you again? Uh, local station. I say local station because local. Yeah. Oh, bro. All right, cool. You're one of them ones. Me, yeah. I don't business. I don't, I don't care. No one can't come. Anyway, let me start. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, off the canvas boxing does not want to reveal the destination just in case man ro rolls up on him because you know we're still for. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the Don't end. Keep it professional. Yeah. It's, it's a, it was great having you on the show. Um, thank you for your time. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your story. And appreciate your views. Uh, excellent. Um, stay locked. If you can, listen to the comments, the closing show. The closing thing on the show, you know, I always close with a positive um, note. Um, so, yeah, thank you, sir. No problem. To catch you in a bit. Yeah, good night. God bless. Um uh, Dovinis, why would you want to wait till next time to talk about your nursing job? I've already told you, just come on the thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, why, why next time. And again, again, that is in line with where I'm going to finish. Daniel Bakar, guys, I wish I could tell people on my experience because it will open up people's eyes, but it's going to take a long time. Well, that's all we got right now, bro. <laughs> that's all we got right now. There is, again, you know what? I'm going to leave you for next week. But, but it won't be. Next week will be another subject. So I don't know why you wouldn't want to talk about it now. Why you wouldn't want to talk about it now? But you see how this thing works. Let me show you how this thing works. I'm going to... Marcia, I don't know what happened to you. You was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> I don't know what happened. We was waiting for you. Me and Gary was waiting for you. It was like, Marcia's going to talk, give it, you know, enlighten us. He just ducked out when you got the link. <laughs> above teams forget about teams it's not about teams it's about Streamyard, youtube straight onto youtube <coughs> um so <laughs> video review says exposing man's ends but we don't care listen you're protected it's never gonna happen it's not gonna happen if you live in fear it's something is more likely to happen trust me trust me on that um <laughs> anyway this is what i'm saying all right master says she's studying today but you're not studying you're only here now you're, you're on here now. How, I don't know what kind of focus you're studying with. If you're on here writing comments, and then you're not you're not focused. You could be actually telling us your story or telling us, giving. <laughs> I have modules for Monday, but you're on here. You're, you're typing. You took a break. So why did you talk in a break? Ah, uh, but I I, I I I can't with you lot today. I can't with you lot. Um, last time, last time I said he made a good point. Um, <laughs> yeah, he made it. Wait, wait, wait. You look starting again. He made a good point. But what about the people who still won't be able to afford private? Bottom line is they will suffer, and that's the reality. Well, you know, listen, you know, I don't want to say too much on that, but he's actually given a, a real, real good um, point. Um, well, that's again, they don't know. It's, it's long. It's actually long to argue with me because that's one thing I could do. I could fight. <laughs> bro I've, yeah trust gary knows what time it is but yeah it's all love anyway the reason why i said this thing is serious and how this is such a a brilliant community that we have created here 
is I'm going to read those two comments, yeah, um, on which is what I just said. Why is Daniel and that not coming in? And look, at, it's so in line of what I was going to say. Where are those two things where Daniel and Delvinus? All right, so here we go. So the first one was, listen to this. He said, Tundi, I don't mind next time talking about my nursing job. Well, bro, you're on this thing now. So why next time? There's no time like the present. Daniel says, guys, I wish I can tell people on my experience because it will open up people's eyes, but it's going to take a long time. Time again. We've got time. You're on here. You're typing. Talk. Let me just abbreviate your talk. I'll just say, all right, cool, Dan. You're going a bit too long now. That's what that can happen. But I feel that people just sharing their experiences, it makes things, I don't know, mate, it's re reality, but I think it makes things more, you know, what's the word? Plausible when people see a face um, along with the experience, as we just saw with OTC, as we just saw with Bobby Wright. But the reason why I said I'm, I'm, I'm using this word time is because I will end the show or close the show this evening with these few words. And I'll tell you who, who, the, who said them after I finish. He said, change will not come if we wait for some other person. Take off that comment, um, please, Gary. I need the people to see Oh, go on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry for the language sometimes. I told you, this is like a real show. Sometimes I, I move into somebody different. But you know me, I'm, a, I'm like a comedian. So anyway, we end the show, we close the show this evening with the final words of change will not come if we wait for some other person or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. Ladies and gentlemen, and that was from Barack Obama. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a fantastic pleasure to have you all with me today. We've gone for over one hour and a half. Tune in next week. Um, next week's subject will be up on YouTube later. Um, but it's been great. And fantastic and thank you for for spending these precious moments in time with me ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining me on talk time with tunde episode four does the nhs work and is it worth saving good night god bless peace